Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday the 10th of September. Today, Djokovic deja vu at the US Open as Novak almost costs himself a calendar grand slam. Lockie Neal turns his back on the West to stay a lion, and international soccer is coming back to Australia. But first... Earlier this year, when Cricket Australia decided to stop referring to games played on January 26th as Australia Day games, Prime Minister Scott Morrison wasn't happy. I think Australian cricket fans would like to see Cricket Australia focus a lot more on cricket and a lot less on politics. Well, ScoMo, buckle up, because Cricket Australia has done it again. They've gone and mixed sport and politics. What'd you do? On Wednesday, the Deputy Head of Taliban's Cultural Commission, Amadullah Wasik, told SBS News that, quote, I don't think women will be allowed to play cricket because it is not necessary that women should play cricket. In cricket, they might face a situation where their face and body will not be covered. Islam does not allow women to be seen like this, end quote. And yesterday, Cricket Australia released a statement in response saying that if the reports that women's cricket will not be supported in Afghanistan are substantiated, Cricket Australia would have no alternative but to not host Afghanistan for the proposed men's test match against Australia due to be played in Hobart this November. Let's call the whole thing off. But Federal Minister for Sport Richard Colbeck speaking to SEN Radio suggested that Afghanistan's men and women cricketers could be welcome in Australia on a certain condition. We've also said that we will welcome any individual sports women and men of Afghanistan here in the country, but not under the Taliban flag. Looks like we're going flag shopping. For those that don't remember, at the 2020 US Open, Novak Djokovic was defaulted in the fourth round of the tournament for hitting a ball in frustration that hit a lineswoman in the throat. The top seed and the three-time champion has been defaulted at the US Open. It might have seemed harsh for what Djokovic claimed was an accident, but apparently Novak hasn't learned his lesson. Yesterday, leading 3-1 in the fourth set of his quarterfinal against Italian Matteo Berrettini, Novak's temper almost saw him kicked out of the tournament again. People are still yelling out in the middle of Djokovic's service motion, so it's not happy. It's it's the after-midnight vibe now inside here. How would you describe the after-midnight vibe, Patrick? Uh, You know, a little few more screams in the middle of the (laughs) service motion, yeah. Djokovic was growing frustrated with a noisy crowd who were becoming rowdier as the game went past midnight. But with lines people no longer used at the tournament, this time Djokovic sent a loose ball whizzing past the face of one of the ball kids. Mm. Novak just smacked that ball over in the direction of the chair umpire. So get your act together and shut these people down. Yeah, yeah. Be a little bit careful smacking tennis balls around yeah. in random directions. I were him, yes, that's a good point. Thankfully, and somewhat ironically, Novak missed and then went on to win the quarterfinal, keeping alive his dream of becoming the first man to win all four Grand Slams in a year since Aussie Rod Laver in. Meanwhile, in the women's draw, and while Katy Perry was in fact 25 when she recorded that song, English woman and actual teenager Emma Raducanu is living her dream, becoming the first ever qualifier to reach the US Open semi-finals in the Open era. And Cinematch Raducanu, two sets to love, 6-3, 6-4. We're all in a bit of disbelief, aren't we? Emma Raducanu, 18 years old in the semis of the US Open. 
After defeating Swiss Olympic gold medalist Belinda Bencic, Raducanu, who is currently ranked 150th in the world, will take on Greek 17th seed Maria Sakkari for a spot in the final. And trust me when I say, she is more surprised than anyone by how far she's made it in the tournament. I didn't expect to be here at all. I mean, I think my flights were booked at the end of qualifying, so um, <laughs> it's a nice problem to have. The future of Brisbane midfielder and Brownlow medalist Lockie Neal has been the talk of the AFL world for the past week, with reports suggesting Neal, who still has two years to run on his contract with the Lions, wanting to return to Perth for family reasons. But yesterday, Neil gave the Lions a very big reason to celebrate. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving! I'm committed and, and staying at the footy club and it's been a whirlwind few days and everything's sort of gotten a little bit out of hand but I'm fully committed to the club and came in and told Fags and DD, Danny Daly and Swanee today that um, that's the case. So. So excited to be pushing on. With Neil's wife Jules pregnant with the pair's first child, there were conversations about the family returning to Western Australia to be closer to family and their support network ahead of the birth. But after sitting down and talking through it with our family and our friends and with the club and without my management team, um, it became pretty clear um, after a couple of days that this is where the best place for us is to be at Brisbane. Firstly, for my footy, and, and secondly, um, we believe we can get the support network um, around us that we need um, moving forward. I personally just hope Lockie hasn't been losing any sleep over this whole thing, because he's about to become a dad. And as a father of two myself, I can tell you, he is going to regret any opportunity he passed up to sleep. God, I miss sleep. It's understood October 18 is the target date for restrictions to be eased for the fully vaccinated with pubs, clubs and restaurants, personal services including hairdressing and retail shopping to reopen. And the Matildas. The City Morning Herald reports that the Matildas are set to host Team USA for back-to-back friendlies at the end of November with Football Australia confirming that once New South Wales has hit its double vaccination target of 70%, the friendlies will be able to go ahead with crowds of up to 5,000 allowed. This is not like... 500 people, a thousand. this is big stuff, you can't imitate that. The matches will be the first international fixtures in Australia since March 2020 and would give the Matildas a chance to exact some revenge after losing the Olympic bronze medal to the US in Tokyo. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport to wrap up your week. Now, there is a huge weekend of sport ahead with the NRL finals kicking off tonight between the Storm and Manly, plus the AFL prelim finals this weekend, the Cats taking on the Ds and Port tackling the Bulldogs for a spot in the grand final. So enjoy your weekend of sport and catch you Monday for another edition of The Scorecard. Listener.